Alright. So for today's Witching Minute, I it's you know, the episode's called Someone to Witch Over Me. So I am choosing a witch that a lot of people know, but is very underrated and forgotten about. Are you ready for it? <laughs> ready. Susan Irvine from The Witches. Oh She's, wow. Do you remember her? She's the assistant, right? She's the assistant that betrays her and turns good and helps them at the end. Mm-hmm. So, from bad witch to good witch. Are you good witch or a bad witch? Yeah. Uh, I'm so yeah. both. Oh. Depends on what time of day. <laughs> <laughs> or night or whatever. Whatever. I don't care. Anyway. <laughs> um, but yeah, Susan Irvine. So she's the, the witch that was the assistant to the Grand High Witch. And then she's overlooked and disregarded and she's like well screw you I'm gonna turn good and help the children and uh <laughs> yeah she restores all of the things that were taken from them and their and their human dem and stuff so ta-da ta-da being a good watcher over her over her guardian I don't know <laughs> anyway <laughs> hello nice to see you again mm-hmm. put some clothes on Alright, welcome to this week's Hanging with the Hollowells. My name is Sean, I'm the Ultimate Charm Newbie. And I'm Kevin, the Ultimate Charmed Expert. And we're here to talk about something to witch over me. Uh, someone to witch over me. Um, yes, we are. Yeah, and apparently this is like a play on someone, someone to watch over me, which is right. from OK, the musical. Right, and which I just sang a bit of. Yeah, that's what I figured. (laughs) You know, that's what that's the song. Yeah, I believe Cole Porter wrote the song too, if I remember correctly. Oh, wasn't he in a Charmed book? Yeah, (laughs) 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 he was accidentally. (laughs) All right, and this aired October thirty first, two thousand four. Written by Rob Wright, directed by John Pear. Yes, aired on Halloween. Yes, that's right. October 31st. The day after my birthday. Mm-hmm. So, cool. Uh, Paige joins Phoebe at the scene of a fire, which they have been called to by Agent Brody. Brody has been investigating several incidents in which someone survives dire peril only to be killed shortly after. Oh, curiouser and curiouser, and thinks these incidents might be connected to the worrisome, mysterious, quotation marks, new power. So we're basically watching Curse Myth in Final Destination. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. (laughs) (laughs) This really looked like the Universal Studios backlot to me. I'm pretty sure they filmed there. It's funny. (laughs) When I I watched it, I thought of Hollywood Studios or MGM Studios at Disney World. (laughs) Oh, so like okay. this is this is like MGM Studios, but I guess it's similar to Hollywood Studios. It's because it's all about the movies and backlot, and it's very funny. Yeah, they probably all have like similar scenes that are easy to that 
people want to see film there that you're easy to swap out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, a man jumps from a burning building and somehow miraculously grabs a fire escape, sliding rapidly down two floors and landing without injuries. <laughs> Agent Brodia radios to a helicopter flying overhead to keep their surveillance camera on him. As the crowd, vehicles, and firefighters fill the backdrop, the camera pans over one face watching the survivor. Action-packed. Yup, this is a lot. This is cool. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Love it. Okay. Shortly after... The whole street scene freezes as a guardian angel appears behind the survivor. Well, this is a lot. I'm really high. Okay. <laughs> All right. With the, I mean, I'm not high, but you know, like high energy. Okay. <laughs> There's a difference. Uh, with his power of suggestion, he tells the man not to cross the road because chickens who cross the road don't always make it. Um, oh, no, because of the truck arriving. <laughs> At this point, the man who is hidden in the crowd draws the guardian angel into his amulet, then departs at super speed. Whoa, what is happening here? What a crazy... Lots of stuff. And the the guardian's like bald, because that's like Mr. Clean guardians. When the scene and all witnesses, including Brody... Oh, oh yeah. When the scene and all witnesses, including Brody... Paige and Phoebe unfreeze. The survivor continues his step off the curb and into a crosswalk <laughs> directly in front of a large, fast-moving truck, which hits and kills him. Very fun destination again. It's like the bus scene. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which I think it's really funny. I've ranted about this on one of my other podcasts before, but we see people get hit by buses so much in movies just in general, and that never happens. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Yeah, it never happens. Although I've had a few incidents where, like, I was a passenger on a bus, and I'm like, "Oh, is this bus gonna bus gonna move? They're gonna hit that old lady! Like, move over!" Like, I've seen some close calls, but (laughs) (laughs) but yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. You know what this also reminded me of? It reminded me of San Francisco, too, when um, Prue fl- flung the sin box into the street. And he's like, I got to have more. And then he got hit by the, the bus or whatever truck, too. So oh, yeah. They have done this in Charm before. Yeah, I think that's when I ranted about it, actually. Yes. You know, see, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, anything that happened in the past, I have the memories. So I will always bring it back. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Brody explains to Phoebe and Paige that something seems to be killing innocents and taking their powers. But innocents don't have powers. He mentioned that his premonitions seem to be getting stronger. He asked the sisters to keep an eye out. Was this um, a new beginning on the show? Like uh, the opening credits? Oh, well, usually, usually they do have several different... Um opening credits in different seasons. So they have different varying ones and they based on who was in the episode um, and who was a regular and they would change periodically. So um, oh, I think, I think it's just one of the options because yeah, they usually have like three or four different kinds of opening credits that are dispersed throughout the series based on the, the episode at play. Okay. Maybe I just paid attention to them more today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I believe I maybe there's, I believe there probably was like extra things or maybe somebody, uh, a regular that wasn't in this episode, maybe like Daryl, you know, but he wasn't in the last episode either, but um, that might affect things too. 
Because he's okay. an episode, they takes he, his little section takes more space, so then they have to add extra things to fill up that space. And yeah, <laughs> yeah. Soon after, in the underworld, Sarpedon summons another demon, his mentor Aku, and challenges challenges him to a fight. Aku quickly wounds Sarpedon while barely raising a sweat, but nonetheless. Condescendingly, no, like that was a big word, real fast. Uh, Took me by surprise, took the wind right out of me. Uh, Condescendingly notes with a hint of approval that Sarpedon's fighting has improved. Both demons can move at super speed and so are individually very powerful. Sarpedon says he needs to collect more guardians to provide him, to protect him from the new power. Interesting. And we got the name Aku, which I remember from Samurai Jack. Yeah. Oh, yes. Doesn't Did look you, anything like that, but yes. <laughs> I love the episode where Jack gets turned into a chicken. It's the funniest shit ever. <laughs> <laughs> I need to watch that stuff again. I don't know if I've even seen all the episodes, but yeah, that was a, that was a show. <laughs> this, uh, this fighting right here reminded me so much of The Matrix. <laughs> oh, yeah, very much. I mean... <laughs> That's, they did the same thing uh, in season three because the season three was a year after the Matrix came out, and they did the whole uh, Primrose Empath like Matrix scene with <laughs> Vinceris and yep. crew. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, but did you recognize Aku at all? I did you, not. You may or may not because I know him because I'm a trained Charmed watcher. <laughs> <laughs> but um, he is actually the same actor that played the Source in season four. Oh wow. I, his voice and that bald head. I mean, he doesn't have the makeup on and he doesn't have the scar. So it's, he, you know, he's in his human form. So you wouldn't recognize him that way. But I'm just like, I know that voice. I know that body. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what's his name? Woodward. Peter Woodward, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that's his name. And, yeah, he's the sauce. Okay. Anyway. Meanwhile, Piper suggests to Phoebe that Leo should take a vision quest. Phoebe <gasps> thinks this idea is risky, but begins to prepare a potion. Do you remember the vision quest? I talk about this all the time, I feel like. but <laughs> You do with the student and the wolf, and that's when she realized it was Chris Halliwell. Yes, I do. And that's, so they went right back to that. She even mentions her by name, Enola. Mm-hmm. Like Enola Holmes. But, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. That's fun. Throwback to that. She's like, she taught me how to make it, so I'm going to make it for Leo, too, because I'm that good. Yep. (laughs) Scene seven. Paige goes to Brody, where he shows her a photo of the survivor taken from the helicopter. It shows a bright light where the guardian angel had been. Oh, he's not really a survivor anymore. Well, the former survivor. (laughs) Uh, Shows a bright light where the guardian angel had been. Brody guesses that the bright figure is a guardian of some kind and that he himself has powerful guardians. He just happens to know this. Yeah, just out of nowhere. (laughs) Here's a theory I have. I don't know. (laughs) And then we have Paige and Brody and this yum yum tension between them i love it i'm living for it she's all about brody she's just like she doesn't care what anybody says she's like in love with him yeah <laughs> she's like i trust him i like him a lot <laughs> he's cute and nice to me <laughs> what if i had somebody like that <laughs> never he's, yeah he's, he's more interesting than richard by a long shot <laughs> <laughs> that's true uh, <laughs> 
you know, he's got a mysterious about him too, which, you know, a little bit of mystery is sexy, you know, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) The floating heads taunt Leo atop the Golden Gate Bridge. Leo orbs away and the floating heads turn into the avatars. They want Leo to join them and make plans to persuade him. Oh, join us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dun, <All> right. dun. <laughs> it's like you'd be killed by some guy whose name just happens to be Don. <laughs> if we did, by Don. <laughs> oh, I love it. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do it because I'm laughing too much. All right. Um, anyway, yes. Piper and Phoebe call for Leo, but he doesn't want to be around the manor. The sisters persuade him to take his vision quest. Whose side would you say you're on here, Leo or Piper? Oh, it's a hard, it's a, you know, because I really can see both of the sides. Because, um, like, you know, Leo He's he's been he's been starting to find his place a little bit, but now he's taking a backtrack again, where he's like, I don't know if I if it's safe to be around me. Which I I think good for him for thinking about that for finally thinking about somebody else besides himself. <laughs> uh, so I do commend that, but I also, you know, it's weird because you know you want him to be around for the Piper and the family, but I don't know. Because I feel, I feel like he already missed so much of the past last year when he was like, with, like trying to be all with the divorce and with the elders and stuff. So now he's like, how long can you stay away for? So it's it's tricky. Like, do you really want to be there for Chris and Wyatt or not? Right. <laughs> You're going to make your self-fulfilling prophecy come true. <laughs> so I think more on Piper right now. But I get Leo's reticence, you know. Mm-hmm. Paige orbs Brody into a burning building, and then she orbs out at his request. He asks his guardian which way to go and jumps. He falls onto an awning and has only minor injuries. Paige casts a spell, and the scene slows. Brody's guardian angel appears, and so does Sarpedon, who takes Paige's guardian instead of Brody's. Paige quickly becomes very accident-prone. <laughs> Are yes. you ready for the spell? Oh, yeah. Give it to me. Oh, the spell, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. okay. I, that, was, that was a weird choice of words, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Show me what the evil sees, even if at lightning speeds. Oh, how cute. That is a cute one. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Perfect. Short and sweet and to the point and really nice and fun to say. Yep. <laughs> yeah. All right. On a scale of one to ten, you are an eleven. (laughs) Back at the manor, Phoebe is preparing Leo's potion when an accident-prone page falls in the other room. She explains to Phoebe that they set the trap for the demon to take Brody's guardian angel, but it took hers instead. Oops, Phoebe still doesn't trust Phoebe still doesn't trust Brody, but goes skiing with the plan. Oh, I like that. She's like, she's like, she's like, she narrows her eyes. She's like, hmm. Like, it's like, for now. We'll for be, now. <laughs> for now, we will be collaborating. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I got my eye on you. <laughs> yes. I feel like the writers of this episode took a page from when they introduced the cleaners and they almost just explained in the episode why they haven't seen Guardian Angels before. <laughs> 
Yes, yes. Would you like to give the explanation? I don't remember. Because <laughs> I don't remember either. That's why I was laughing. Damn you. Because <laughs> I'm like, I don't remember them explaining that at all. Um, <laughs> I think but, it, it had something to do with, like, they haven't been close enough to death to see them or something. Yeah, I just, because, okay, let's get into it. Because this is like another person in your posse of like invisible people friends that all these people have. So, like, <laughs> so we got guardians. Now we got muses. Cause this is just like the muses that are always everywhere. Everybody has a muse for inspiration. And then we have, you know, so if you have a white letter or dark letter following you, who knows, then you have the angel of death that could be following you. <laughs> then you got the cleaners that could be around. It's like, how many invisible people are around me? Like, <laughs> You have a very good point. You know? <laughs> and it used to creep me out when I was younger when people were like, oh, your great grandfather's dead, but he's always with you. So then you'd be like, wait, is he like watching me masturbate in my I know. bedroom? I, I always thought about that too. <laughs> I'm glad I'm not the other one. I'm like, okay, grandpa. Uh. <laughs> Can you turn around? <laughs> oh, that's so funny. I'm like, oh, well. <laughs> we're weird you know what's also funny is they call these people guardians and then because and, and they call also refer to white letters as guardian angels but then in season three we had the demons who were used guardians that did vanquish you know they put the demons put the guardians on people to like do demonic things and kill people with their little symbol so i'm like it could have picked a better word i don't know <laughs> yeah that's true protector that's maybe or i don't you know it's it's like a lot of the same <laughs> terminology. <laughs> mm-hmm. Leo takes Phoebe's potion and sees the scene of his death on Guadalcanal. He meets his spirit guide, Chris. Chris tells Leo that he is Leo's root pain, killed by all that Leo had thought was good. Leo takes Chris's hand and Chris shows him the key scenes in his life. His union with Piper, the birth of Wyatt, and the birth of Chris himself. Chris tells Leo that he is supposed to be about good, that he needs to believe in good again. Chris is back. Yes. So did you see his name in the credits? I always wonder if you like cheat and see that. Actually, I usually do pay attention to the credits, but this time I didn't see him. Oh, so it was a su- real surprise. I'm glad. Yes. Because I always feel like, oh, it's going to be spoiled when he sees this name. But yay. Yay. <laughs> I'm glad because I want. I would have loved to see your face. You're like, <gasps> I think so. Did you gasp? Did you open your mouth like in shock? <laughs> you just want to see me with my mouth open. <laughs> or did you smile like a little schoolgirl? <laughs> I did. I put my hand to my face and I went. <laughs> oh, I love it. <laughs> no, I definitely smiled. Okay. <laughs> well, I liked it because there was a lot of throwbacks to different things. Well, first of all, the Guadalcanal, while it technically wasn't. A clip show like seen we've seen it in the past necessarily it was very much similar or you know the same kind of thing kind of happened in saving private leo season four episode 17 so with the with the rick and nathan lane brothers i know i'm bringing all these references back i'm expecting you to remember everything i'm sorry but <laughs> i remember the lang brothers one of them was the killer from saw guy okay see <laughs> And uh, yeah, so that's that's what the that's his 
military history, and then we have the clip show, which I love. And I was and I was also quoting it every time they showed them. Like I know these lines. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about you. I know this was like not actually Chris, but I found it really weird when they were watching Piper and Leo in the ghost world because we know that's when they conceived Chris. Yeah, and the way Chris was just so hungrily watching it, I was like, this is weird. <laughs> <laughs> right but he got a haircut you know he did so, he, so he's he's like you know cool it's like it's weird it's, it's really weird because like this is his vision quest and it's supposed to be how leo remembers him and he's like oh i just expect a picture you with a haircut now <laughs> never seen you like this before <laughs> oh, that's funny but yeah yay vision quest we love yay. we love this <laughs> All right, 13? 13. Paige and Brody find the celerity demon in the Book of Shadows. He has a two-bladed knife and the ability to slow time. I, it's See, I think two-bladed knife sounds weird. I feel like it's more like a claw. I think of like, it's very X-23 kind of, with except wider. Like, I don't know. It's a weird thing. <laughs> yeah, I can see that though. Good, good visual. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I like it. And, uh, yeah, but they don't have, they don't say Starpedon's name in the Book of Shadows. They just say Celerity Demon. Yeah, Celery Demons. And do you want to <laughs> read that for us? Ote, I can do that. <laughs> <laughs> Celerity Demons. Celerity Demons are powerful beings who can move at the speed of light and feed off of lesser demons. Proud, solitary, aggressive, and with quickness faster than human sight, they are very difficult to both find and fight. However, destroying one is possible. Royal mandrake root, hummingbird wings. Oh, how horrible. I have newt and sagan strings. I don't want yeah. to take hummingbird's wings off. <laughs> this is an awful spell. I know. And I love that in Witch's spells, spell, there's always I have newt. Like, that's, it's always in there. Like, where do you get this stuff? You just go to your lo- local person and just, like, get a bag of newt eyes. <laughs> All those poor blind newts, too. Oh, God, I know. <laughs> and I have no idea what Sagan's strings are. That I don't know what that is. <laughs> yeah. But look at Brody being so smart. Brody's like, well, I couldn't touch Book of Shadows if I was evil, could I? Right. He's like, he's like, oh, you're waiting for me to touch this? She's like, yeah, I love Paige. She's like, why don't you come over here? I have something to show you. <laughs> oh, this way. She's, he's like, like, that's what you wanted? Fair enough. Look what I did. Ta-da. <laughs> I just wanted them to kiss already. That's all I wanted. Oh, look at you trying to see the future. <laughs> <laughs> now kiss. <laughs> Sarpedon? Is that how you say it? Sarpedon? Yeah, Sarpedon. Sarpedon. Sar- I don't. They only, they, only, they only say it one time in the episode, so it's always. I always forget. <laughs> I like Sarpedon. Yeah. Sarpedon fights Aku again and wounds him this time. He is after the other two Charmed Ones guardians. Aku thinks that even this might not be enough to fight the Avatars. Leo awakens for a moment, but if, oh yeah, it's so sweet. He's like, I feel really good. <laughs> much, be- much better. And then the floating head comes and unseen by the sisters, runs right into his face. <laughs> He's like, ha, 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 I'm going to slam you back down. And he puts him right back into the vision quest. And uh, <laughs> Leo has a vision of tombstones bearing family members' names and sees one of the avatars, Alpha. 
uh, Joel Sweeto. The Avatar, the Avatar tells Leo that the clash of good and evil is vain and that it will lead in time to nothingness, a void. Yeah. And all their names are on that one big old tomb. I'm guessing that's supposed to be like a mausoleum. Yeah. Hallowell. All the names. Although, you know, it's funny though. Paige's last name is Hallow and she was on there. So they did her nasty. Oh no. (laughs) That's how he should know it's not real. Yeah, like this would never happen in real life. This is some <laughs> days of the future past shit. Yeah, yeah, very <laughs> much that. And I just remember there was like a scream at the end of his vision. It was terrifying. It's like, ah! Yeah. They, they, they do that They do that quite a bit in like anytime they travel into, they did it in um, Charmed Again as well when they went to, like they went, I see another, and they went to the Oracle's Ball. They had a scream in there as well. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, so what do you make of the battle between good and evil leading to nothingness? What is that? Do you have faith in that? Or do you think it's like a ruse? I feel like maybe it's uh, the way it's worded. I'm wondering if good and battle fight, maybe there just won't be a good and evil eventually. Like everybody will be on an even playing field, but he's trying to make it seem wrong. Like we don't want this. Yeah, so he's trying to make Maybe he's trying to make them be on an even playing field. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I'm just saying stuff. I don't know. <laughs> Sarpedon bursts in and attacks, but Leo, Piper, and Phoebe are protected by a crystal cage. Paige orbs to the attic and throws a potion, but it bounces off unbroken. Brody comes up after her. Sarpedon seizes him and bursts away. That almost sounds like a porn. He seizes him and bursts away. <laughs> oh, just, just, I just just one touch is all it takes. Yep. <laughs> I did laugh out loud when um, Paige orbed in and like fell over. <laughs> it looked so funny. It was funny. I mean, they and they did use that joke like three times in a row, but it still <laughs> it still was effective. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because it's Rose McGowan. Yeah. He's like, oh, there's my face. Oh. <laughs> Oh, love it. <laughs> All right. 17. In the underworld, Sarpedon beats up on poor, beautiful Brody. He's like, he's like, what are you? He's like, I'm a federal agent. He's like, ha, ha, ha. And you know about this? Witches, demons. Oh, you must be so special. <laughs> Sarpedon souls the... Yeah, so- trying to see Oh, okay. That. What well, does that mean? I don't know. Sarfadon says... Oh, it's probably, he gives the T. He gives the T on the avatars. Oh. There we go. Okay, okay. Uh, yeah, Sarfadon, you know, like, spills all the T on the avatars. And he's, he's like, he's like, he's like, is this... Because Broge is like, uh, is it, are you planning for the new power? He's like, so yeah, you know about the avatars? He's like, oh, so that's what they're called, avatars. He's like, oh, I said too much. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and the reason he, and so he, he's like okay well I'll tell you about them <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, so these are the avatars and the, being the reason that he needs more power so I can you know take over them and so they don't you know ruin my plans and then he slow motion throws Brody which is much deadlier than regular motion <laughs> <laughs> oh yes yeah so this was a cool scene I like this yeah we're getting a little bit more information yep Paige scries and finds Sarpedon and orbs to his lair over Phoebe and Piper's objections. 
Piper and Phoebe leave the attic to make a vanquishing potion, which Leo, with Leo still having his vision. But Sarpedon bursts in and stabs Phoebe. She grabs his amulet before falling down dead. Piper blasts Sarpedon, but the explosion drives his knife into her. She dies as well. Leo emerges from the, his trance, and the Avatar is still with him. Leo cannot heal Phoebe and Piper as an elder, but he agrees to become an Avatar, and thus is able to revive his wife and sister-in-law. Leo has apparently improved, but does not admit to having become an Avatar. But yeah, there's a lot to unpack here. Yeah, and like one of the main things I got is Piper is bad at dying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, she 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 dies nine times, but some of them are, go a lot easier than others. <laughs> yeah, and crazy Leo's an avatar suddenly. Oh, uh, I know. Oh, I know. Do you think he would have agreed to join the avatars if Piper and Phoebe weren't already dead? No. And you know what this is? This is some Star Wars shit, Kevin, because this is how it went with Anakin. Right when Anakin thought that uh, that Padme was dead, that's when he turned to the Emperor so he could revive her. Yeah, they, they, they fall to these powers just for that, you know, that quick, because it's the only way. It's like they're only, it's the only thing they, they see that works and stuff. But, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. And, okay. <laughs> so but yeah the whole step it's i thought it was crazy too because you know she blows him up i'm gonna be jumping back and forth but she blows up sarpadon and then just you know think it's gone but then the thing flies into her that was a really cool like surprise yes it was um uh, yeah it's a fun little scene uh but yeah and then it's like what i don't know what with leo i don't trust leo keeping secrets yeah, that's what I put. Wow, Leo be lying now. It's like, sure, okay, become an avatar, but now you're going to be like, I'm not going to tell you a thing. This is my new path. Uh -huh. I'm like, no, this is not right for you. Like, what is wrong with you? But I like that this all happened during the Donna's playing. Yeah. And I was I watched it with the person I'm watching these with, and he's like, who are these people? I'm like, you don't know the Donna's? These were like, these Donna's were like huge at the time. They were all over the place. Like he's like I don't know no no I don't know these people I'm like well fine but they're really wow. popular <laughs> yeah they were <laughs> they're doing all the covers they're doing what I like about you theme songs they were doing like drive me crazy stuff like come on mm. now <laughs> mm -hmm. but yeah oh <laughs> um so there we go that's the things to think about coming up um <laughs> was it worth the wait. I thought this episode had a lot of cool action. I liked the way that the demons looked with their X-23S claws. So I would say that combined with, you know, kind of laying out what we're looking into for this season. I thought that was definitely worth the wait. Good. Yeah. I was like, it's so funny how you go from last episode where it's like, uh, then you go into this where it's like, okay, things are kicking in the high gear. I love that. Yeah, and that's so crazy because I kept thinking like I've seen these guys before and that they're all the way back in Centennial Charm. That's that's pretty cool. Yes, so when we get <laughs> to do Centennial Charm for the bonus episode, I kept saying like, oh, we have to wait till after this episode. After episode <laughs> yeah. six, then we can watch it. <laughs> and we can see the players. Cause, the players. Um, because they do initiate Cole in a similar manner uh, by turning him into an avatar. 
And, you know, it's funny because Cole was very selfish about his avatar. He's like, I want to be someone so I can change history and be with Phoebe. And, and now Leo's like, what is his motive? It's like, what is he really thinking? I don't know. Yeah. Phoebe dies for a seventh time in this episode and Pepper dies for an eighth time. Wow. So, and I did tell you that they, by the end of the series, all the sisters die nine times total. So we only have one more death for Piper and two more for Phoebe. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then the title is a reference to the jazz song, Someone to Watch Over Me, which was composed in 1926. Um, it doesn't give the artist, though, who wrote it. But oh. that's something to know. So 1926, that's how, that's how old that song is. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's all I got. Okay, cool. Well, that then brings us to our everybody's favorite game, Fuck, Mary Kill. It's time to play everybody's favorite game, Fuck, Mary Oh, here we go. We actually don't have that many this week. No. <laughs> All right, we'll start with Aku, played by Peter Woodward. No, he's too creepy to me. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's the source. He's this Aku person. His voice is his voice is very daunting. It's very unnerving. I don't know. I can't get by it. I don't like it. So goodbye. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> How about we get him back just for this uh, chance? Uh, Chris Hollowell, played by Drew Fuller. Oh, he's back, back, back again. Uh, let's see. See, I know you like him a lot more than I do. Um, but I do like his haircut. Uh, I'm gonna, let's see what's my list look like. Da-na-na-na. You know, I'm not going to add it to my list, actually. Oh, wow. I know. <sighs> well, I'm going to add him to one of my lists, Kevin. <laughs> and now that I kind of know, like what I know about Chris and that he's going to take off eventually anyway, I'm not going to marry him. I'm going to fuck him. Yeah, right. Do it. And I'll put him as number three, right below Phoebe. Oh. And that kicks uh, Daddy Bennett off my list. Okay. Goodbye, Daddy Bennett. (laughs) How about Sarpedon himself, played by Neil Hopkins? This guy was muscular. Mm. He's got those guns. He Mm. was cute. He was cute. Mm. Oh, a little blondie. Oh, yeah, the girls. So he's definitely going on my fuck list, big time. I'm gonna put him. Oh, I'm gonna put him under God. Gamma. Gamma. Oh, number six on your list. Wow. Yes. I'm also gonna put him on my fuck list, and I'm gonna put him right over Gamma. All right. So that gets rid of Cirque off my list. Oh, and I love Cirque so much. He's number That's two on my list. Man. <laughs> Do I? Oh, what comes off mine? Eddie oh, comes off mine. Yep, Detective, played by Eddie Velez. Yes. All right, cool. That leaves us trucking along here on our list. Mm-hmm. All right. So the next episode is Charmed Noir. <laughs> uh, what are you? What are your thoughts on that one? Well, what I'm really hoping for here, Kevin, is it'd be cool if we got a full like black and white episode, but I think the story will definitely be 
the sister's trying to solve a mystery and it's going to be all noir style. <gasps> oh my gosh. Very, you're very, very spot on. So yay! I think the next episode is a, is a, a fan favorite amongst a lot of people. It's actually Rose McGowan's favorite episode, I believe. So um, get ready for some page action. Yay, page! <laughs> yeah. Cool. All right, cool. And make sure to go through our link tree to find my other podcast, Threadless, where you could get your Hanging with the Hollowells gear and uh, my book. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, cool. Uh, what do I say now? <laughs> <laughs> where can we find you, Kevin? Cool. Um, you can find me on my other podcast, Where's Other Witches, where we're going over the Charmed books, or you can find me on my personal KGC87. Yeah, yeah. So you have fun in Florida, sir, and we will see you next Tuesday. Yes, thank you. I'll be posting (laughs) lots of pictures, and I'll see you all next Tuesday. Yay! Yay!